Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I'm not sure what you're doing tonight, but what I'm doing involves a bottle of Carvassier and a lady. Well, maybe not the Carvassier, but definitely a lady. If you're like me, you're tired of expensive, girly-smelling colognes from expensive department stores. You don't want to smell like a little bitch. You want to smell like a friggin' man. That's why I've partnered with Duke Cannon. Duke Cannon has a wide range of men's grooming products that actually smell manly as hell. My personal favorites are their Naval Supremacy Bar Soap and all of their awesome smelling colognes that women love. I have several of their colognes for different days of the week, but my Saturday night cologne is Grant because it gets the job done, if you know what I mean. Right now, if you visit duke.comeonmanpod.com, you get free shipping on orders over $25. Using duke.comeonmanpod.com tells them I sent you and you get free shipping. Win-win. Again, that's duke.comeonmanpod.com. Don't smell like a little bitch. What's up, everybody? You are listening to Come On Man, a 3% Man podcast. I'm your host, Paul Bauer. And I am on the road to being a 3% man, just like you. If you're new to the show, this is a podcast for fellow students of Corey Wayne's book, How to Be a 3% Man, and for men who just want to be better in general. We talk about dating, gaining wealth, being happy, and using the law of attraction to get everything we want in life. Welcome back to Come On Man, guys. I hope you all had a chance to listen to last week's episode where 3% brother... And attorney, Matt Sandifer, joined me to discuss divorce, prenups, and other fun legal stuff like that. Uh, one of the things that we talked about was how divorce has been rampant under COVID-19. So that's a pretty fun episode. Uh, this week, I thought I'd do a solo episode. I haven't done one of these since October with my attempt at explaining Dave Ramsey's baby steps method for gaining wealth. If you want to retire rich... Definitely check that episode out because Dave Ramsey's plan for building wealth and getting ready for retirement is fucking genius. Um, I don't think I did it enough justice, to be perfectly frank. Uh, but I do talk about reading his book, uh, Total Money Makeover, which is just one of like my life-changing books. It's like one of my top 10 life-changing books. So um, if you can't read that book, definitely check out that episode. Uh, this week, I want to talk about the law of attraction again, but I want to tell the story of how I used it to attract Marine Corps chick and hairstylist chick into my life. Uh, if you're members of the 3% Man group on Facebook, you've heard my date updates regarding those two lovely ladies. Now, if you're not familiar with the law of attraction, uh, Corey, uh, Coach Corey Wayne talks about it in a, in a very subtle way in 3% Man. Um, and I talk about this all the time. 
But the section where he talks about creating your list of wants and don't wants for your dream woman, sitting down, writing out a love letter to the woman of your dreams, all of that is law of attraction stuff. It's, uh, you know, what they call auto-suggestion. It's about building a mental image in your mind and uh, putting feeling behind it. And the way the law of attraction works is once you focus your attention on something and, and you know, you can visualize it and put feeling behind it, uh, it will come to you. You will raise your vibration to a level where you'll be on the same vibrational level as this woman of your dreams and you will attract each other. It's absolutely outstanding. Um, but you know, like I said, Corey's book talks about it in a very subtle way. Uh, a really great movie. Um, they also have a, an accompanying book for it, but, uh, one of the best movies ever made about it is called the secret. Uh, a lot of you have already heard about it. That movie came out in 2006. It was by Rhonda Byrne. Um, if you have Netflix, it's free on Netflix. I highly encourage you to watch it and maybe even rewatch it 10 to 15 times like you're supposed to read Corey's book because it, it's a life-changing movie. Now, the best book I've ever read on this subject is called The Master Key System by Charles Hanel. I think it came out in like 1912 or something like that. It was originally a series of uh, weekly, you know, like training exercises. And so each week you'd get one in the mail, you do whatever he talked about, and you'd like read about it and do his exercises for the week. And they ended up publishing them all together into one book. And it is an outstanding book. It's, uh, it's on my, now it's on my list of books to read and reread a bunch of times. So, um, right now I'm in the process of listening to how to be a 3% man for the 10th time. And then after that, I'm going to listen to, uh, the master key system for my second time. And, you know, I'm going to listen to both of those books like a number of times until I absolutely absorb that knowledge because it's so good. Um, another really great book, and I talked about it in the last episode uh, that I did on the Law of Attraction, uh, is Think and Grow Rich. And Think and Grow Rich is a really good one, um, but the way that Napoleon Hill, who's the author of Think and Grow Rich, talks about it, he, he very much talks about it in a kind of a subtle way as well. You know, there, like as he get you get further into the book, he gets more more overt about it. Um, you know, talking about like the sixth sense and stuff like that. But he talks about auto suggestion and basically imprinting stuff in your subconscious mind, and your subconscious mind basically basically takes over and puts out that vibration to the universe to attract what you need. And um, you know, again. You know, if you're not familiar with the law of attraction, go back and listen to my podcast episode uh, that I did on an intro to the law of attraction because I tried to break it down into such a way that it's really easy to understand. It's not a bunch of hocus pocus mumbo jumbo. There's science behind it. Um, you know, and also if you're a religious person, the law of attraction sort of offers a scientific explanation for a lot of the world's religions, I think. I, and I feel like it goes hand in hand with any religion. It doesn't matter what your belief system is or lack of belief system. It offers a very um, 
logical explanation on how things work in the universe. So let's get back to the topic at hand. So the reason why I want to talk about this episode is, you know, basically um, a couple of months ago, uh, things just weren't working the way I wanted them to work uh, on the dating scene. Um, even after I'd been, you know, reading 3% Man a number of times and going out there and practicing, um, I, I had lots of dates. Um, but I got to say that ever since I got onto the 3% path and started practicing these principles, um, although I had a lot of dates and I was spinning a lot of plates, uh, basically, I, I wouldn't say a, none of, I, I would say none of the women that I, I was dating at the time were what I would call high quality, right? Now we had shit test chick, um, and she was a really good chick, you know, but obviously I call her shit test chick or shit test girl because, you know, when I first met her, like the first couple of dates we were on, she was just always throwing these like epic shit tests at me. And I was just constantly like having to pass her, pass her shit tests. Um, I ended up sleeping with her and fuck, you know, she's a, she's 40 years old. So she's, uh, you know, she's like my age. Uh, I'm 41, but God bless for 40 years old. She had a banging body, banging body. But I don't know. She just, she had like a bunch of kids. And so she really didn't have any, any time to date. If she had more time to date, you know, and she was a little more available, I would say she might've been a contender uh, for some kind of long-term relationship. But I just, I, I never could see it. You know, like anytime I was with her, like she was fun to hang out with, fun to go out with, fun to sleep with. <laughs> but she just wasn't, you know, she just didn't strike me as, you know, long-term relationship material. Then um, there was also around that same time, could have kissed you longer chick. And like, I slept with her a bunch of times too, but you know, like she didn't really turn me on. I didn't, I didn't think like, I felt like she could have been cute. Uh, you know, maybe if she lost a couple pounds, um, there, there was just something about her that just, I, I knew, like, just turned me off. Uh, and I knew she just wasn't the right chick for me either. And that sort of just fizzled out. And I let that go by the wayside as well. Um, obviously, you guys heard, uh, well, hopefully you heard my uh, Tale of Two Trainwrecks episode. If not, do yourself a favor and uh, go back and listen to that because that's some funny ass shit. But uh, there was Needy Chick. Um, who I never slept with. I only went on one date with her and she was just a fucking absolute mess. So I didn't even bother going out with her after that. Um, and then there was local chick who, uh, you know, we all sort of renamed blackout chick or drunk chick. Cause she was a, she was a fucking alcoholic. And, um, you know, I went on two dates with her. The second date I had her over at my house and she was like just belligerently drunk so, like, I never slept with her either because, like, you don't want to stick your dick in crazy, right? But, um, so, yeah, it was, like, shortly after Local Chick and, um, you know, Shit Test Girl and Could Have Kissed You Longer Girl sort of fell by the wayside that I was like, you know what? This shit just isn't fucking working for me, you know? Like, I really want to attract the right girl for me. And I think around that same time too, I was listening to Think and Grow Rich. Now I've watched, you know, the uh, the Secret a million times. Um, I've, you know, read a bunch of other Law of Attraction books. But in Think and Grow Rich, one of the things Napoleon Hill talks about is the concept of setting a definite goal 
with a definite date, right? So let's say you want a million dollars. He says, you need to not just say, I want to have a million dollars through the universe and expect to get it. Uh, You need to say, I want to have a million dollars by this date. So I want to have a million dollars by August of 2025. And that's like a very specific intention. And then you need to sort of already act as if you have that sort of thing, right? So definite goal with a definite date. Um, and then one of the things too in The Secret, uh, I believe the, the, the guy's name is Jake Canfield. He was the author of Chicken Soup for the Soul. He put a thing out on in The Secret saying you should set a goal or set an intention so precise that it would actually blow your mind, right? Like if it happens, like, okay, you set this goal and set, you know, the intention, set the date. And when it happens, you'll just go, holy fuck, right? So this was like beginning of August. And I was like, you know what? By September 30th, I'm going to find my dream girl. September 30th. I set that specific date that gave me a little over you know, like almost two months worth of time. I felt like that was a reasonable amount of time. So what was my plan? So there's something that um, I didn't even realize it worked hand in hand with the law of attraction, Uh, but I did this back in junior high. But uh, in junior high, I needed to pass uh, some, some big like final exam or whatever. But I didn't really want to study. And so I got this idea that if I just recorded my my uh, teacher giving his lecture on all the stuff that was going to be on the exam, then and I just listened to it every night that like I would just absorb it in my subconscious. Like I just had this idea. I'm going to do this. So I brought a tape recorder in because I'm that old, brought a tape recorder in and recorded his lecture And I just listened to it every night when I went to sleep, every night for like two weeks until the exam. And guess what? I didn't didn't actually sit down and study once and I fucking aced that exam. So I knew I knew that sort of thing worked. I also knew the concept of, you know, just daily affirmations uh, because, you know, that's one of the things that uh, I learned from my karate instructor too back in around junior high level. Um, which I'll, I'll get to in a minute. So one of the things that I do is I have a list of basically affirmations that I record myself saying, and I play it on a loop. Um, I have like a looping player app on my phone and I play it all night long as I'm sleeping stuff like, um, you know, I'm going to meet the girl of my dreams by September 30th. My, the girl of my dreams lives within 20 miles of me. The girl of my dreams is trim and fit. The girl of my dreams, blah, 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 right? And I say this stuff all night long. I say that and a bunch of other stuff like, um, you know, I hate to, you know, it's kind of embarrassing to admit, but this is kind of shit on there. I say, I'm the best looking man in Colorado. Women love to be around me. Women find me very interesting and, and stuff like that. I say this stuff out loud. I record it. And I just play this stuff all night long. So it just seeps into my subconscious. So that like when I walk around, I have this air of confidence because it's drilled into my subconscious every night while I'm sleeping. 
So I have that going on. So I updated my nightly recording uh, of affirmations for this plan. I added the specific intention of finding my dream girl by September 30th. I said she lives within 20 miles of me and stuff like that. Another thing that I did is I, I, had, I wrote down a goal card, which uh, Bob Proctor, who's one of the guys in The Secret, talks about writing goal cards out. And it's basically you take a card and you write out, you hand write out your intentions on it. And he says stuff like, write out in the present tense, I'm so happy and grateful now that I have the girl of my dreams. She's absolutely beautiful. She's trim and athletic and, you know, stuff like that, right? Um, you know, he basically says to paint out word pictures. Uh, James Arthur Ray, I just recently listened to his book too. James Arthur Ray was also in The Secret. Um, James Arthur Ray wrote a book called Harmonic Wealth, which is pretty good. And he says to do the same thing. And he says basically the same words like, you know, I'm so happy and grateful that. But he says to paint word pictures like, you know, so that you can picture it in your mind better, right? So you say, I'm so happy and grateful now that I'm sitting on the couch eating a fresh bowl of popcorn, you know, with the girl of my dreams cuddled up next to me, her beautiful brunette hair, you know, is sweeping so lightly over her shoulders, right? Like, basically, it's a lot, but you can picture all that stuff in your mind, right? Like, write it out like a novel. That doesn't work for me. <laughs> that doesn't work for me. Writing it all out like that doesn't work for me. Now, going back to what my my uh, karate teacher taught me back when I was in junior high, because uh, there was another situation where I wasn't doing well in school. He had me write out just simple uh, affirmations, right? Like, I am a straight A student. I always pay attention in class. I always study, right? Stuff like, stuff like that. And then he had me print it out on paper, tape it up in my bedroom. And every morning when I got up, I had to stand there and read those affirmations out, you know, and I did it five times. So I read the whole thing five times in the morning. And then right before I went to bed, I'd get, get ready for bed. I'd stand there. I'd read it five more times and go to bed. And I did that for like a month and my grades completely turned around. So that's how I've always done goal cards and affirmations when it comes to law of attraction. So I wrote out on my goal card, my dream girl lives in Delta County. And Delta County is basically about a 20 mile radius around me. So my, my dream girl lives in Delta County. My dream girl is trim and fit. My dream girl loves me. My dream girl is always positive, And my dream girl is highly sexual. And I put that on a card in my pocket. And now Bob Proctor says when you have that goal card in your pocket and you laminate it so it doesn't get damaged, every time you go to like reach your hand in your pocket to get your keys, you touch that card. You know what's on that card. It sends like a signal from your touch in your fingers all the way up your arm into your brain and your brain immediately clicks and goes, I know what's on that card. I know that my dream girl lives in Delta County. I know my dream girl is trim and fit. I know my dream girl loves me. I know my dream girl is always positive. I know my dream girl is highly sexual. So even when you just touch your card, you don't have to read it because that, that image pops into your head. You're, and um, I, But I do read it. So every time like um, I, I reach in my pocket, sometimes I'd pull it out when it was convenient and I'd sit there and read it over and over again. And um, another thing, I would have calendar reminders in case, you know, I was getting busy at work or something like that. Something would pop up and say, you know, review your, re review your dream girl 
uh, list, you know, and so I'd sit there and do that. Now, another thing that Napoleon Hill says when it comes to auto suggestion and these goal card type things is you want to be able to read it so much that you're committing it to memory, right? And I also mentioned earlier in the podcast that Napoleon Hill says, you, you know, I mean, you can just say all this stuff over and over again all you want, but with, without putting some kind of feeling behind it, it's not going to go anywhere. So one, so what I would do is I, I read it enough over and over again that I had it committed to memory so that I could read it on the card real quick. Remember that I, I memorized it. So then I could close my eyes and say it out loud to myself by memory. And by saying it by memory, I could really see all of this stuff in my head. That's another thing. And then I, I would put the feeling of faith behind it. Because Napoleon Hill says, the strongest vibrational feeling you can have is faith. So just knowing this is going to happen. This is going to happen by September 30th. Because that's my intention. This is going to happen. And just believing it, right? And But also, but also like... Believing it like I've already got it, like it's already here. Um, another thing that I did was I made a virtual goal board. Now, um, they talk about goal boards in The Secret. Uh, one of the guys, he's an entrepreneur or something, talks about his goal boards and how he would have these like basically like big cork boards up in his office and anything that he wanted, like a new car, a new house, new watch, Whatever he wanted, he would find pictures of these things, like maybe cut them out in magazines and put them up in the goal board because we as humans are very visual creatures. So it's really, it's a lot easier to look at a picture to help you visualize stuff than it is to sit there and close your eyes and visualize stuff. So goal boards are very helpful for this. And so that's what he would do. And he would just sit there and look at his goal board like every day, maybe for about 10 minutes and then sit there and just really, you know, try to feel what it would like to have those things and stuff like that would just happen for him. So the way I do my virtual goal board is um, because I use an Android phone. Um, I use Google, Google Photos and I created an album called The Secret and I have pictures of, you know, like silhouettes of a guy with his his girl, you know, on the beach. I've got pictures where like money's coming in, you know, from the mailbox. And I got money, like someone's holding money in their hands and stuff like that. I've got pictures, a picture of like an old guy and an old woman, right? Like together, uh, like, you know, soulmates kind of thing. Um, I have a picture that I printed out from Google Maps of Delta County uh, where I live and a 20 mile radius around my house. And it says like, my dream girl lives here. And a bunch of other stuff like that, right? I've got pictures of like uh, a guy and his girl like working out in the gym doing planks and stuff. Cause that's what I want. I want a girl who's trim and fit, a girl that's athletic, that takes care of herself and does exercise. And um, so when my uh, calendar reminder would pop up, it would say, you know, review your dream girl list. And I would do my, uh, you know, my affirmations. And then I would go th- click on the link and go to my Google photos and just look at those pictures and feel like what it's like having that stuff already, you know? And then sometimes I would look at the pictures of like the, the pictures I would have of like the couples, right? Like the guy and the girl on the beach. And then I would just, I would say by memory, my dream girl lives in Delta County. My dream girl is trim and fit. My dream girl loves me. My dream girl is always positive. My dream girl is highly sexual. Um, 
And then um, I would do that. I do that twice a day. Um, another thing I would I had is calendar reminders all throughout the day that just says what are you grateful for, um, and this is huge. You know, even if you're not trying to actively manifest your dream girl, right? Just having an attitude of gratitude, just thinking, like stopping and thinking about what you already have that you're grateful for, is just an a, an outstanding exercise to do anyway. But one of, that by itself will raise your vibrational level to attract anything you want in life. I swear to God, that is that has been like one of the most life changing things I've started doing this year. They talk about in the secret. One of the guys has a little rock in his pocket, and and every time he touches it, you know he thinks about what he's grateful for or whatever. Whatever he takes out at night and puts it on the the counter, he thinks about things that he's grateful for. So I just have calendar reminders that pop up on my phone that say, "What are you grateful for?" And it could be simple stuff. You know, I'm grateful that I have a house. I'm grateful that I have a loyal dog that likes to hang out with me when I record podcasts. Um, I'm grateful for my podcast listeners. That's one I say all the time. I, I am really grateful for you guys that tune in every week. I'm grateful for the fact that I can afford food. There's people in certain countries that can't afford food. I'm grateful that I have clothes on my back and I can afford to put clothes on my kids back. You know, a lot of people don't have this stuff and we take it all for granted and if you just think about simple stuff that you're absolutely blessed with already, that just completely changes your vibration, you know, in, in the best way possible. Um, okay, and finally, the last thing I would do is I would actually review my 3% man list, the one that Corey talks about um, you should put together uh, in his book. You know, he says you need to have a list of you know, things that you want and don't want in a relationship. Now, once you make your list of things that you want and don't want, um, I typically don't even read the stuff I don't want because the law of attraction doesn't really take into account opposites. It just like if you focus on, let's say you don't want a girl that has um, a mental mental disorder of some kind, right? You say, I don't want mental disorder. I don't want mental disorder. All the universe hears is mental disorder. And then guess what you're going to fucking attract? You're going to uh, attract some bipolar bitch. So you can write that you don't want a mental disorder, but focus on the stuff that you do want in your list of, you know, of your dream girl, things that you, that you do want. Um, just focus on that part of the list going forward. So I would review that uh, at least once or twice a day as well. Now, after I did that and I put that very specific intention out there, almost immediately three prospects popped into my life. One, I'm going to call Gas Station Girl, which I did. I mentioned her once on the page. Um, there's Marine Corps Chick, who I talk about all the fucking time. I met her on Bumble. And then there's Hairstylist Chick, uh, which I, I've talked about several times, too. Now, gas station girl uh, is weird because I've always sort of just felt like all the girls around here in Delta County where I've put my intention out that I'm going to find this trim and fit girl. Most of the chicks around here are, how do you say, corn fed? They're very portly. There's a lot of fat fucking chicks out here. So 
putting that intention that I'm going to find a trim and fit chick in Delta County is mind blowing by itself, right? Finding one within 30 days is also pretty fucking mind blowing if this happens. Well, one day I'm, I'm riding bikes with my son. And one of the things my son likes to do is ride his bikes down to this local gas station by us. It's uh, maybe, maybe a mile away. It's not that far. So we ride our bikes down there, we walk in and this chick behind the counter, and I've been there a dozen times. This chick's never been in there. This chick is just fucking 10, just absolutely gorgeous chick. I'm like, holy shit. So I immediately start chatting her up and, you know, and I, I, I feel like there's this sense of attraction with her and stuff like that. So I'm like, oh shit, this might be the one. But I was, with, I was there with my son the first time, so I didn't get her number or anything like that. We'll get back to her in a little bit. Um, one, oh, another thing that I, I don't think I mentioned it. One of the things that I put in my intention was uh, not only would I find a chick within 20 miles of me or that lives in Delta County, one that I'd find within 30 days, but she was going to hit on me first. She was going to make the first move. So uh, that... Didn't happen with gas station girl, but Marine Corps chick, it did because I met her on Bumble. So we both swiped right on each other. And because it's Bumble, she had to make the first move. So Marine Corps chick does live. She lives within, she lives uh, nine miles away from me. So she's definitely within that 20 mile mark. She's within Delta County. She's, uh, she stays trim and fit because she's a former Marine. Well, Marines don't like being called former Marines. She is a Marine. Sorry. Um, but yeah, she basically meets all these requirements. She's always positive. Um, she, she's really into me and she's, uh, she's pretty sexual. You know, I would say she's very submissive in the bedroom. Um, we'll get to that in a minute too. So she reached out to me. Now there's hairstylist chick, hairstylist chick. I met on match, uh, months ago, like right around, the, the beginning of uh, the COVID lockdown. And when I first met hairstylist chick, you know, what, like we had a video chat date and it came up in that, that she wasn't going to have sex until she got married. And that's just not going to work for me. Um, I mean, shit, if you talked to me five years ago, I would have never gotten married again, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. But, um, but, but sex, like sex before marriage is like, it has to happen because I'm not going to get married to someone and then find out that the sex sucks after the fact. That's just fucking retarded. So I basically put her in the friend zone uh, at that point. That was back at the beginning of like around March or something, March or April. And uh, but I, I, I stayed friends with her on Facebook because I needed a hairstylist for my daughter my daughter has, she's always wanting like to get her hair colored. Uh, and you know, none of the local like fantastic Sam's, you know, uh, great clips type stylists do a good enough job. So this chick hairstylist chick works at a high end salon in Grand Junction. So I was like, you know what? Um, yeah, let's, let's just stay friends. And then, you know, I'll, I'll bring my daughter down to get her hair done by you. So she like it, it it turns out my daughter was ready for a haircut and so I reached out to hairstylist chick uh that was like at the beginning of September and so I said hey my daughter wants uh her haircut 
um, can I, you know, when can I come down? So I went down there and, um, or maybe it was the end of August. I can't remember exactly, but I went down there and, uh, you know, we treat all women the same. So I went down there. I, you know, I had my alpha body language going, but I didn't really think much of it. Uh, anyway, I, I get home after the appointment, after my daughter gets her hair done or got her hair done and the hairstylist chick had taken some pictures for her professional Facebook page and said, Hey, do you mind if I put pictures of your daughter on Facebook? And I said, no, go for it. And she goes, um, on a side topic, I know this is kind of inappropriate, but you are really hot. So I was like, Whoa. So that right there, she basically made the first move. <laughs> so that was one of my intentions, right? She's going to reach out to me before September 30th and hairstylist chick did and Marine Corps chick did. So I, you know, to, to that, I, I said, well, it's too bad you have such strong convictions. And she said, well, I don't know if it's strong convictions or if I'm just delaying the inevitable. So I was like, okay, well, let's go out and get some drinks. So that's what we did. And, um, so yeah. Um, so that, Getting back to, to go back to a uh, gas station girl. So you don't leave that one hanging. So gas station girl that she turned out not to be the stream girl. I went, uh, I finally got the balls to go up and, and get her number. Um, I, <laughs> I talked about it on the page. What I did was, uh, I went in there to buy some food. I was with my son again. And when she asked if I wanted a receipt, I said, sure. And then I took a pen out of the little pen uh, holder there next to the register. And I said on the, on the, uh, counter, I said, why don't you put your number on that too? And she's like, Oh, you know, I really would, but I have a boyfriend. <laughs> so the old, uh, you know, boyfriend, um, excuse. And I was like, okay, well, and she goes, but you know, if that doesn't work out and I go, Oh shit. Well, yeah. Keep me posted on that. Cause I come in here all the time. So <laughs> that was, that was fun. They got, that, that, that was pretty interesting. I've seen her a few times uh, since then. And every time I walk in, she gives me a big old smile. And, you know, you can tell that uh, she's she's still buzzing from me hitting on her. Uh, so that's that's a good feeling, but I, that's not going anywhere. Um, hair stylist chick, we went out twice. We made out pretty heavily, uh, especially on our second date. But, uh, you know, I was really kind of worried about keeping, maintaining that business relationship for my daughter. I didn't want to like sleep with hairstylist chick, but like really hit it off with Marine Corps chick and then have to dump hairstylist chick after I slept with her and then still try to maintain that relationship for, you know, for my daughter's haircuts. So, um, the last time I pinged her to go out on a date at, at the time of this recording, it was, a uh, on a Thursday and I asked her what she was doing on Friday or Sunday, because Saturday I already had plans with Marine Corps chick. And uh, she said, oh, I can't do anything those two days. I, I'm free Saturday. And I go, well, I already have plans Saturday. So I basically did the takeaway with her and said, okay, well, let me know when you know when you're going to be free. And I left it at that. So I think um, hopefully that was just the universe giving me an easy out with her so that I didn't have to you know, deal with that because in all honesty, out of these three chicks, Marine Corps chick is the only one that met all those requirements. She lives within 20 miles of me. She hit on me first. She's trim and fit. She, you know, seems very much into me. She's always positive. She and I have slept together uh, a, a few times now 
she's even like taught me how to ride a motorcycle. So, um, and then like after our last date, she, she texted me the very next day, uh, inviting me over to her place to cook me some, uh, some Thai food and she's going to let me ride her motorcycle again. So, you know, I think just things seem to be working out quite well with Marine Corps chick and it's all because I put that stuff out to the universe. So, I mean, really it's, it's been pretty mind blowing. And I talk about, I talked to, uh, Luke about this, uh, you know, Luke is one of the admins on the page and he and I talk every day and he and I are big law of attraction guys. And I was like, these are my intentions, Luke. This is going to happen. I'm going to find my dream girl by before September 30th. She's going to live within 20 miles of me and blah, blah, blah. And Luke's like, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. But when it fucking happened, Luke's just like, holy shit, dude, this stuff works. And it fucking does work, guys. It absolutely works if you work it. The The law of attraction is no bullshit. The universe was designed with certain laws, you know, that as long as you work within these laws, anything can happen for you. You know, we can land, Bob Proctor talks about it all the time. The, the laws of the universe are so precise that we can land a man on the moon within a fraction of a second. Right. Like we can plan that out to within a fraction of the second that they're, they're going to land at a specific time because the laws of the universe are so precise and the law of attraction is one of those laws. Um, one of the things that Bob Proctor says a lot, too, um, and you guys really should look up Bob Proctor on YouTube. He's a fascinating old man. He says that the law of attractions, not a primary law. It's a secondary law. He says the law of vibration is the primary law. And as long as we, you know, because everything is vibrating, everything is made up of atoms and particles and everything's like, you know, energy and the energy vibrates. And, you know, the, we see, you know, the walls uh, like a certain way because it's vibrating at a certain frequency that makes it look that way. We operate on a different frequency and that's why we look the way we look, you know, but everything's vibrating. Everything's made up of the same stuff. And as long as you put yourself on the vibration of having the things that you want, you will attract things on that vibrational level is really what it kind of comes down to. So in conclusion, the law of attraction works. It's not hocus pocus mumbo jumbo. There's lots of science behind it. Go back and listen to my last episode about the law of attraction. Uh, not only did it work with Marine Corps chick, um, but you know, it's also got me, you know, other stuff in life. It's got me the house that I'm in. It, the law of attraction put me in the career that I'm in. And I think the law of attraction actually brought me to Corey Wayne and his 3% man book and subsequently created this podcast. The law of attraction is always working whether you realize it or not. So you might as well learn <laughs> to have it work for you. You know, that's my motto. So with all that being said, that's really all I have this week, guys. Uh, thanks for joining me again. I really appreciate it. I hope this episode was uh, enlightening or informative or at least entertaining for you. Um, but come back next week where our 3% brother from Bristol, uh, Luke Aylward, joins me. Um, he joins me again. That's going to be his sixth time on the show. This time, 
when he joins me, we're going to talk about women's body language. Until then, thank you for listening to Come On, Man. If you're new to the podcast, I highly recommend reading How to Be a 3% Man by Corey Wayne at least 10 to 15 times. I recommend you watch his coaching videos on YouTube, and I recommend that you engage with other 3% men in our 3% Man Facebook group. Links to all of these are in the show notes. If you like this episode, please give us a good rating on your podcast platform of choice and share with all of your bros. Now go out and get it.